Welcome to another beautiful moment with an amazing guest. I'm so excited to have Erin on today's episode. So thank you so much for being here. And before we get started, let's just ground in to allow ourselves to just be here in this now moment. And so when you're ready, just settling into your body, having the gratitude, having the love and joy and peace that you are here right now. When you're ready, closing your eyes and preparing to breathe. Inhaling through your nose, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling. Inhaling, exhaling. Dote ya puche deo punde. to move through you, to ignite you, and expand you into the highest version of love and light that you are. Allowing the space to create the awareness for today's conversation to empower you and allow you to see more of yourself right here, right now. And when you're ready, gently coming back into your body, allowing you to ground into the space. And when you're ready, gently opening your eyes. Ah, and here we are with Erin. And I have to say, like, I've just gotten the pleasure to be with Erin, to experience her love and light. And she's just such an amazing soul. And I'm so honored to get to dive into your journey and, and who you are and the magic you're creating in the world. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It's so wonderful. I'm so excited to talk about all the things. Yes, yes. And so let's just dive into kind of where your journey began and how it's unfolded and being this beautiful light that you are and, and creating this, um, these gifts that you're allowing others to experience through you. Mm, thank you. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess it, it, when I think about like origin story of, um, of my life as, as Erin in this incarnation, um, this go around, I 
I really immediately go back to um, you know growing up and in, in childhood and how formative that was for me. And a big influence in my world was um, was going to church. And I was raised in a very loose Catholic household, um, but I, from a very young age, had a very big love of. God and uh, everything celestial and um, I would write songs and talk to God and angels quite regularly. Um, I used to dress up like a priest and give communion which was like wonder bread to my stuffed animals and so I didn't and it was it was out of the pure joy of it it was just out of like the all of such a a very natural connection to this big what I saw as like a big loving entity um and so I think that really kind of was my starting point and then over the years I distanced myself from Catholicism and kind of as many of us do with the religions we grew up in took space and really turned to my spiritual practice and still praying and singing and things like that but but expanding my awareness around what this loving entity what this god nature uh, is and I found it very much so through the yoga practice when I was going through a really hard time in my life I had an eating disorder and was um living in New York City and in college. And it was a lot of a lot of things happening at once. And it was when I found yoga. And it, um, it gave me another language and another technology to come into communion with something that was so much more peaceful and expansive than my mind and my, um, my the disease that was happening in my body. And um, it was a place of real healing for me. So that that started, kickstarted my somatic meditative breathwork experience. And that was, um, yeah, almost 15 years ago. And since then, I've, I've just been a, a student of, um, of yoga, of meditation, of breathwork, of psychology, of dance, of indigenous wisdom of plant medicine um so i i'd say at this point i'm i'm really excited about my my place as student and then the things i get to teach are um you know are directly from the practices and the experiences that have over and over again shaped my reality and uh contributed to to a lot of love coming through so um yeah it's a it's been a I'd say it's been a pretty consistent journey in the body with the breath in various ways um I was an athlete and growing up and in high school I played basketball um so I was I had a lot of energy I'm an Aries and uh Pitta in, in the Ayurvedic <laughs> lineage um so I have a I have a lot of energy and for me being in my body is um, is the well, not only the the most uh, conducive for healing and expansion, but 
it really is such a relief to get out of the mind <laughs> to be in the body um yeah so that's a little bit about my story oh i love that so much and um so i want to dive into like the difference that kind of was created with prayer and meditation right because in yoga like i mean you're focused on these poses and all these different um things and so you know you don't really you may not be praying or you may be praying so I'm curious mm -hmm. to know how that kind of transitioned into the breath work and all the things of silencing the mind in a different um way yeah yeah for sure um well I think both meditation and prayer you know they're you can create a pretty uh a Venn diagram that has a pretty big center um, that is they share so many supportive uh, qualities and they, they're both taking us into a place of attention and reverence and um, a pause, stillness most of the time, unless you're moving meditation or moving prayer, which is also beautiful. Um, and prayer, prayer to me feels distinct because prayer is is you know to pray is the root word is is uh comes from to ask so it's you're you're asking for and when you're asking for it, you tend to be asking something there's a there's a subject there's a, there's an object that you're asking and it can be consciousness it can be nature community it can be the goddesses it can be your higher self but there is something that happens when we pray where part of our mind, the part that likes to be in control and the part that likes to figure things out is choosing to ask for something. And that little switch in the brain rather than, okay, how am I going to figure this out? That moment of surrender that's like, I'm asking for this and it's from the heart and it's, it's offered to, to the void, you know, to, to whatever it's being offered to. But it's not a uh, it's not a direct kind of um, there's a lot of faith that that's being asked to have that something is going to recognize this prayer, whether it be energy or you know, law of attraction or whatever, whatever the the way that your prayer is answered. Um, so that that prayer holds that uh, place and prayer is also um an oral tradition for many cultures, it's the way that oral tradition, that stories and songs were passed down. There's so much reverence for nature, for the land, for the ancestors, for the medicines. And to pray is to all come into union of reverence and gratitude, which has so many physiological effects. Um, whereas meditation also has beautiful phys physiological effects, um, but meditation, is really about developing a single point of focus so that you can ultimately transcend your mind and enter into a place that is not, not gripped by the mind, but you can witness. And when I say transcend, it's, it's, it's not about getting into bliss or um, you know arriving in a place that's disassociated from reality but more so a place that you can witness your mind in a way that allows you to make choice. Um, so they, they're, they're very similar. One to me feels 
a bit more devotional and the other one feels like a methodology to bring ourselves into a, a, a higher frequency. Mm. And would you say that breath work and plant medicine is like another form of that like meditation that pinpoint of being able to raise your vibration and create that space within you totally yeah and so much happens in in both of those uh, both of those cases and there's different physiological effects and psychological effects and um there's a lot that happens in, in both of both breath work and with plant medicine. Um, and ultimately, in my view, the, the purpose they serve is, is to bring us closer to, to truth and um, to alleviate some of the excess suffering that we as humans tend to accumulate um, by expanding our awareness, by giving us, um, one of my teachers calls it the 10,000 eyes where you can see in every direction more clearly and you can take perspective that you might not otherwise been able to take. And the breath work, the breath work is, is such a, um, the, one of the techniques, techniques I teach is, is really about the nervous system and helping to, to loosen some of the emotional, stuff that we hold in our nervous system um, and create a lot of space. And once there's processing and once there's space, then we have choice and we get to decide how we navigate our reality. Um, so both of them have the capacity to take us into perspective and choice, which feels like the way we keep elevating. Yeah. That's, uh, I mean, it's truly fascinating how these tools, right, like that we can use can create us to bring this awareness even more, more fully and more like abundantly, right? And so like with psychology that you've been studying, you know, like how have you like taken that mythology and like learned about that and also being able to take it as it is right like not as this like this is all but now you're like adding all these different tools in your toolbox and being able to share these gifts to be able to bring us closer to our truth right mm -hmm. yeah yeah um the school of psychology that i study is called depth psychology and it's uh Carl Jung is, is said to be kind of the, the father of it. And he was a, a fascinating human who did a lot of studying in Eastern traditions and um, a, lot of, a lot of work with movement and with alternative types of therapy. He was a big propon proponent of something called active imagination, which is utilizing uh, play as a way to access the unconscious and the psyche. Um, so in, in this field that in this orientation of psychology that, that I study there, there is, it, and it's growing, it's increasing. There is an intersection that's dialogued about, um, that, that looks at the way in which these practices, the way in which nature, the way in which, um, movement, the breath, dance, um, 
imagination archetypes, the way that these things are are interwoven into the psyche and who we are and and how they they all can be be tools. Um, you know, there are parts about Western psychology that that I bump up against, but i I see it as like, you know, a real chance to to expand the conversation um, because there's a lot of psychological tools and and approaches that work that are Western. You know, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy is is all about changing one's behavior and it's been really shown to support people. But for me, if we're not, you know, if I'm not looking at a person as a whole, holistic body, mind, soul, emotional body, wisdom body, God body, if, if I'm not, if I'm not tending to the different layers of my being or, or supporting the, all the layers of someone else's being, then there's going to be pockets where things collect and it's going to, there's going to be, you know, things accumulate. And um, so for me, the only, the only real approach to well-being, healing, elevation, raising of consciousness, it, it needs to remember um, how dimensional we are in all these, all these aspects of, of us. So we're not just brains, and that you know, tends to be what psychology looks at is the mind. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, I love that so much, because that was like, when I was growing up in school, like I really took to psychology because it was fascinating on the different things. But then to kind of like, I know sometimes they try to create like, okay, this is like the only way that works kind of thing. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. So it's just fascinating that you've kind of found a a school that not only is looking at the mind and seeing the benefits of the practices of the mind, but also looking at the different areas of the body and the soul and kind of bringing them together and allowing you to be like just this universal teacher, right? Of creating this wisdom and allowing people, you're getting to see people for who they are truly and getting to attend to their needs based on that, which is lovely. Mm, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful I found a program that is at least open to these conversations. And, um, you know, I think I think there's a lot of work that can be done in 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 this field in psychology. Um, but I'm, I'm really excited. Like you said, I, I'm kind of going through my master's program and the road to licensure as as a training to accumulate another like substantial piece in the toolkit. Um, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a, an end all a be all feels more like a, another, another, uh, another perspective. That's great. Uh, yeah. And just another way for you to open up more of yourself as this Aaron and getting to express others through you which is amazing and so where where do you teach like where can people find if they're wanting to work with you and create the space and all the above yeah um so I I do a lot of one-on-one and and group group work um my website 
is Erin R. Ward. And there's a lot of information on there about the one-on-one work I do. Um, I've recently started doing a, a, a more committed container for folks. Uh, so we, we work together intimately for um, over the course of about three months. And um, it's, it's one, the holistic approach we're talking about kind of comes at every angle. And then there's a, a similar group container that, that does the same thing, but within the context of the group. Um, I am currently teaching one of the teachers for a method called the class, which is a mind, body, spirit, uh, mover, <laughs> mover and shaker of an experience and also teaching yoga and meditation and some breath work on um, a platform called Inner Dimension TV, which I'm really excited about. And yeah, local in, in LA, local events are happening more and more this fall. Um, Michael, my partner and I, we, we have some, some fun activations happening, um, which I will be putting on my website and, and my social media and all, all that good stuff. Um, and then there's a retreat happening over New Year's in Costa Rica that Michael and I are, are hosting and we'll combine our, our, our shared love of, of movement and of well-being and all the tools that we've each accumulated and we'll be in the jungle. So <laughs> that's happening too. Oh, that's so amazing. Like, and, and I mean, we got to experience Michael just on a different episode, but again, like each of you are so unique, but so beautiful. And, and the things that you are learning and sharing and getting to co-create is just this magical um, experience. So I thank you for what you're doing, what he's doing, and just continuing to to share the love, you know, which is what we're here to do on this planet. Yeah. Uh, So good. And is there any, um, so everyone can basically just find all of these great details on your website. That's the best way to find you. Yeah. Website or social media um, on Instagram. I'm I'm Erin underscore Rose underscore Ward. Beautiful. So this conversation has been so just has filled my heart with so much joy. I'm just so grateful for all the things that you're doing. Cause I remember when I first saw you, like I just saw the love that you are, but like just to get to know you and, and more deeply of what the things that you're, you're doing is even more amazing. So I just want to honor you and thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you, sister. Thank you for everything you're doing. Thank you for giving us all a home to talk about things we care about. Yes. Oh, so, so good. Well, this episode has left me feeling with so much joy and love and so grateful. And mm-hmm. until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye for Thank now. Thank you, sister. Thank Bye. You.